you have arrived at your destination. It was not a great roll. SmackDown was fine. SmackDown was fine. Um, yeah, nah, they should have, uh, they honestly should have, uh... That title versus title bullshit. Yeah, they should have... You didn't need they, it. What, what they should have done, if they were gonna do it, if you're gonna, if you're gonna cop out, you needed to bring back somebody important, A, like have fucking Bray Wyatt come back or something and interrupt it. That'd have been fun. No, he was a chicken in a box. Uh, yeah, what? He was a chicken in a box? He was a chicken in a box, is that... Did you not see that? I, I think I did see that. Was he the chicken, or what? Yeah, it's his, it's his laugh. Oh, okay. Say, all right, well, whatever, but still... Uh, that weird thing. Yeah, was that was great. That's how you bring Bray Wyatt back. Good job, WB. Man, uh, yeah. Um, uh, no, so like either you bring back Bray Wyatt, uh, you have Brock Lesnar come in and kill them both, huh? uh, or you know, it's like which I wouldn't be super like whatever. Kind of done with Brock, he can come back later. But you know, it's like he was just there. Bring it back at Summer uh, SummerSlam with Summer Daniel Slam. Cormier. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, or you know, bring back somebody new, or bring up somebody new. Like do have Lars Sullivan do it huh? and do, and do that instead of doing the angle thing. The angle thing was fine, but have him interrupt that. Or you just go full bore, have the bar destroy both of them, and have them go after the respective titles. That would have been good, too. But instead, you just had this stupid, like, house show. Like, it was just so house show. Like, it was yeah. just like, oh, let's, let's, hold on a minute, player. Have a tag team match. And like, All right, got it. Like, you, know, you know what would have... <laughs> like, and, and granted, it... it <laughs> I know that they'll probably never do this, but I saw the perfect opportunity of, okay, it's Ambrose's last night in the company, Mm -hmm. and you say, all right, the New Day can be by ringside, Mm -hmm. and the Shield will be by ringside, Yeah, have Roman turn fucking heel. That's true, yeah, because he's the only one that didn't do it, yeah, so... And that way, if Ambrose wants to walk back in the company six months or a year from now, the last time you saw him, I left him a bloody mess in the middle of the ring. Yeah, it would have been great. Yeah, it would have been awesome. It would have been great storytelling! It would have been great storytelling. Because you know who's really great at wrestling each other? They've only done it, like, twice. Roman and Rollins? Yeah! Yeah. They're They're really good good at wrestling each other. They're really good at making matters. All three of those guys are really good at wrestling each other. Like, like that. Except for that last Rollins Ambrose match. Although yeah, I don't no, think they were given they, much. They weren't given a whole lot for that. Nobody really wanted it. Um, he was miserable in that story. He, he was miserable. He didn't want to be that. Like that was not the thing that Bane. Was. Yeah. No, I don't know what that was. It was <laughs> terrible. Give him a gas mask and a coat. What? Do you know what? that that Batman movie was like seven that years was, ago? That was a long time ago. Anyway. But Hoss, it's time for the Video Destruct Podcast. We talked about wrestling, now we talk about video games. That's what we do. It's going to be uh, a schmoz of video a games sh- today. A schmoz video games. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're talking about Deus Ex, uh, the series, as it were. Yeah. Uh, that's the, the main, you know, uh, thing we're talking about here. Uh, I don't know, like, I didn't know much about Deus Ex until the... The reboot The series. reboot series, which was Deus Ex... Uh, what what was was it just Deus Ex again? Uh, no, it? that was Human Revolution. Human Revolution, yes. And then there was Mankind Divided right yes. after. Yes, and I'm actually yeah. replaying through Mankind Divided yeah. right now. Very underrated yeah. video game. Yeah, you can shove refrigerators around. I remember that. <laughs> like we real... laughed the entire time <laughs> the in, we did that. The entire video. time, it was good. Uh, but yeah, um, but no. Um, so what? Uh, yeah, so uh, the Deus Ex series, very much a. Uh, <laughs> 
Asimovian type or Asimovian type of uh, situation. Yeah, like ghosts in the shell, if you were. At the same time, the the uh, Iron Storm, uh, a company that uh, was prominent at the time for PC development, mm-hmm. uh, had two series going at the same time that were stealth action in the days before really anybody else was doing stealth action. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know that Metal Gear 1 purportedly claims to be a stealth game. Right. That is not a very good <laughs> stealth. It's an amazing game. Right. But it's not stealth. Right. Like, I would say the later installments are way more stealth. Right, yes. But it, with it, the constraints of the PlayStation 1 exactly. and, and the time, and nobody yeah. had ever done it, yeah. uh, the, the big things that I think really helped Deus Ex and Thief mm-hmm. uh, solidify themselves mm-hmm. as kind of the at the forefront of stealth action at the time was the first-person perspective. Right. It gave you so much more of a view into your place in this world, Mm -hmm. and it made a lot of the stuff... uh, Setting up in some situations like these Rube Goldberg kind of... Yeah, You know, this happens, and then a calamity happens, and all this other crazy (laughs) shit. Uh, That perspective for the time made it great. It also... Definitely helped that Iron Storm, who was a company that put out a lot of really great looking shit at the, uh, at the time, was working with a super heavily modified version of, I believe it was the Quake 2 engine, mm-hmm. uh, to great effect. Right. Those games just looked incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, unless you had a really high powered PC, you'd look at it and go, no, oh, it's, it's okay. And, <laughs> or if you played Deus Ex, like when it finally got ported. Mm-hmm. to the PlayStation 2, you're like, I don't know what everybody's talking about. You know? yeah. uh, it's, uh, at, for the time, it was really that bleeding edge attack. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about Deus Ex later. Uh, I, it seemed like a good time for us to bring this up because I'm pretty sure that due to the lackluster sales of Mankind Divided, it reviewed quite well, mm-hmm. but it really didn't seem to move any copies. Right. I think that series is back to bed. yeah. For probably ever. You don't think it will have a resurgence? I don't years after? think so. Yeah. Uh, because at the same time, uh, you know, you had uh, a lot of those IDOS properties that came over to Square mm-hmm. when they purchased that company. Right. Uh, all kind of got rebooted at the same time. Thief, at the beginning of this generation, right. flopped. Yeah. Uh, granted, I don't think Thief was very great. Right. But I think it was better than... Uh, that was the fifth one in the series, or the fourth one? Which one was that? Four. Four, yeah. Um, you know, they also had that Hitman uh, that did quite well, yeah. but it... Square has this weird expectation of, oh, we, we expect the Tomb Raider should sell 10 million copies. Yeah. Why? 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 Why do you think that, that should do it? Yeah, and you yeah. know, like all these, IDOS is really from the outside looking in seems to be getting treated like the dirty stepchild mm-hmm. in that whole square umbrella. Right. Yeah. You know, it's they're just grinding these people into the ground, making them ship a game every two years, and it's yeah. like yeah, maybe we don't need <laughs> a Hitman every two years. Maybe right. we don't need. A Deus Ex every two years, maybe once every five years, right. is a good idea. Yeah, and uh, you know the the only other piece uh, about that that 
I, it makes me really think that Deus Ex is to bed for a good long time. Yeah. Other than the sales is the fact that that team yeah. at Montreal mm-hmm. uh, that made those new Deus Ex games is now making the Avengers game. Ah, which okay. is a very big deal that they signed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I assume if that game's any good, yeah. which given the pedigree of that studio it should be right that game will make a hell of a lot of money yes yeah i think uh, it's like it's a it's a billion dollar movie franchise so they're you know they're probably banking on quite a bit of that so. well it's yeah. it's you know why things like uh you know people always yell at ubisoft like man like why has it been so long since a splinter cell game it's like yeah. because rainbow six sells 10 times as much <laughs> yeah like, it's true yeah assassin's creed assassin's creed does, like one yeah. assassin's creed game has probably outsold the entire splinter cell series it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah like, we'll make one right but splinter cell's cool let me get all this other shit out right, here yeah. first you where's, know? where's grow home 2 that's what i want to know or like Beyond Good and Evil. It's like, yeah. why aren't you prioritizing that? Because the first game sold like 50, 50 copies. copies. <laughs> like, I have one of them. It's a good game, but it didn't sell. Like, come on, let's be honest here. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I think Square's expectation management mm-hmm. is shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially when it comes to IDOS. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but we can talk more about that later. Yeah. Uh, and you know, if and you want to, we can talk about Final Fantasy 15 DLC and shit like that. Uh, you know, like, all the things are really <laughs> high <laughs> priorities for them right now, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> Fuck you, Square. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about that Anthem thing because that's an interesting thing. Uh, in the news, uh, Anthem. It came out that the developers at Anthem didn't really know what their game they were making until about 18 months prior. Yeah, um, for for those of you listening, it, it was basically like the trailer that kind of like keyed him into like, oh, that's what we're making. Yeah, like, it was like, like a couple of months before right. uh, that showed at the Microsoft keynote. Right, yeah. Uh, where Project Scorpio had been unveiled as the Xbox One X. Right, yeah. Um, the, a couple of months before that, the guys at BioWare were really starting to to hit the ground running with that finally. That game had been right. in development for about seven years. Right. Now, for the uninitiated, I can give you a brief timeline right. of BioWare right. in the interim. Sure. So, uh, BioWare made the Mass Effect trilogy. Right. Uh, during that time, they also had another Splinter team mm-hmm. that was making the Dragon Age games. They right. made two Dragon Age games for the Xbox 360, PS3, and PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, while they were the main studio was still working on Mass Effect. Right. Um, Another Splinter studio opened around 2009-ish. That's when one of the doctors, I think it was Dr. Greg, because Bioware... They, they were they were a biotechnic. Company. They were a biotechnic company before they were. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, then they got into video games. Yeah, geniuses. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, one of the doctors went to Austin to open this new studio, and that studio would be focused on making Star Wars: The Old Republic, mm-hmm. the MMO that is still running. Yeah, I think it's still. I think it's still going. Um, so at that time, that's where the the axis of leadership in that company starts to diverge. Right at the completion of Star Wars: The Old Republic. Mm-hmm. That doctor leaves. Right. He's done. Yeah. Less than 12 months later, another doctor leaves. Right. But everything's fine. They still have Corey. What's Corey's last name? Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. He's he's the studio guy that was running the Mass Effect series. Right. So everything's fine. You know, we still got him. Uh, it, Gasper. Corey Gasper. Is that it? No. No. That's not it. Nope. Sorry. Uh, I'm not sure what his name yeah, is. Well, yeah. the, the, we'll just call him the Mass Effect lead for... for um, for you know, for the sake of this conversation, mm-hmm. 
after the completion of Dragon Age Inquisition, mm-hmm. he leaves. Right. So at the same time, Dragon Age Inquisition was the first Bioware game made for the current generation of consoles. Right. So the uh, Dragon Age Inquisition also marks the point when uh, they were forced to use the in-house DICE engine. Yeah. DICE being the company who makes Battlefield. Right. So no longer were they going to be making games on uh, Unreal Engine. That's what all their other stuff had been made on up until this point. Mm -hmm. Well, with the generational flip over, all games being made at EA need to be made with DICE's technology, the Frostbite engine. Yeah. And apparently that was very, very difficult. Mm -hmm. Because it's like trying to use, you know, like a Swiss army knife to do surgery. Right. Yeah, it's it's got a million attachments on it. Yeah. But it doesn't do what I need it to do very well. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, You know, if I was trying to start a campfire, it would probably be better. Yeah. I'm trying to make video games here. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So the the problem they ran into, and there's a lot of people in this story that was reported by Kotaku and Jason Schreier and all these people. Right. uh, That... Bioware internally hoped that Dragon Age Inquisition would fail. Interesting. Because they wanted to send a message to EA that I can't make this thing do everything. Right. But due to this thing that you'll hear repeatedly if you go read Jason Schreier's story on Kotaku about this, they have this thing called Bioware Magic. Right. Bioware games apparently always look like shit shows until right before they ship. Right, okay. And Bioware Magic happened one last time. Mm. And Dragon Age Inquisition, not perfect, even by the standards of Xbox One and PS4 games in those days. Right. It's not a very great looking game. Yeah. But there's still enough, it looks better than something like Mass Effect 3, but it it was also kind of buoyed by the fact that it was also on PS3 and 360, so you kind of look at it and go... Well, they had to make four, well, five versions of the game. I sure. Mean, shit sure. happens. Yeah, but yeah. it still plays like a Bioware game. It's great. Right. Uh, well, that's when Mass Effect Andromeda ends up happening. And right. And then Anthem happens. And yeah. That's how we get to this point. Right. So, long story short, that's basically going to give you the timeline. Right. But the, so basically Jason Schreier got a whole bunch of independent mm-hmm. uh, people off the record. Right. Uh, former employers, uh, employees, current employees right. of Bioware uh, just came out and said, I had to kill myself yeah. to make this game. Right, yeah. Uh, people, like, getting work so hard for so long yeah. that they were having to take one or two months sabbaticals. Right. Because I mean, they were starting to, like, dissociate from society. It, it's such a it's such a thing that's kind of coming out with AAA development anyway right now. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, the, the manga industry in a lot of ways. Like, you murder yourself working on these games and these tight deadlines to code out what you can and, you know, ship a game that isn't broken. Now, you know? here's here's where this story tarts, uh, starts to take a turn and it takes us to Anthem. Mm-hmm. Is that... And so, yeah, Casey Hudson, who we yeah. remember the name, remember, finally. Yeah. Casey Hudson, yeah. uh, the, the guy that's in charge mm-hmm. of that studio, um, came back as Anthem had been sitting there for about five years. Right. Um, Anthem was in production since the conclusion of Mass Effect 3 mm-hmm. in one form or another. I guess at one point it was called Dylan. That was the name of the game. Right. Uh, originally. Uh, there had been all sorts of things, like flying was in and right. out of the game several times. They, couldn't, they didn't like it. Right. And apparently they showed something to 
the big wigs at EA in, I think it was 2015. Yeah. And it didn't have the flying in it. And they said, what is this? <laughs> this is bad. We wanted the flying. Well, the problem was after Casey Hudson departed, the doctors had departed. Mm-hmm. There was nobody that was actually grabbing the reins of this project. Mm-hmm. When a game takes seven years to develop. Right. You need it. Something has gone wrong. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, there, it, there's a lead that's not there. That's somebody that hasn't. Yeah. Because that's what it took to get. Uh, uh, what, what's the what's the third? Uh, what's the one after Shadow of the Colossus? Um, oh, Last uh, Guardian. Last, Last Guardian. Guardian. Yeah, it took forever. And finally, like, PlayStation was like, here, here's a guy to finish it off. Yeah. And they finally got it out the door. You know, it's like... Well, and it's you know. funny enough, like, you know, within 12 months of them restarting that project, effectively, right. it yeah. shipped. Yeah. Yeah, like, Last Guardian's not perfect or anything, but if right. it would have come out, like, five years earlier, yeah. I think we'd have thought, thought a lot kinder, a lot kinder of, of it. Of yeah, it. it's, it's true. Um, but, yeah, so what it, what it sounds like happened is that infighting was happen, yeah. happening like crazy. Right. There was no person at the end of a meeting where people were talking about features that need to go in or out of a game yeah. or the scope of a game. Right. They would just have an hour-long meeting or an argument yeah. and stand up and leave. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing changed. Nothing would change. Nothing would get resolved. That, yeah. that team, while incredibly creative, didn't have a moral center. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Really, it took Casey Hudson coming back, and yeah. that game finally had its hook, and it shipped. Yeah. Do I think Anthem, having now finished that game, do I think that that game is as bad as some people say? Yeah. No. Granted, I'm playing it in the best of all possible situations right. at full 4K on Ultra on PC. Right. I understand that PlayStation version had problems with like, turning people's turning PS4s people, yeah. off. and uh, There were some the, console-breaking bugs, apparently, that uh, people didn't like. You know, and, so, yeah, I, yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this game is not alone in that. Right. And it does happen. Right. But there are a lot of games that have troubled developments mm-hmm. and come out and end up being good games or great games. Right. I would actually say that, like, the last four or five Rockstar games were all incredibly troubled at one point or another. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. Max Payne 3 took, like, seven years to make. Mm-hmm. And arguably still wasn't very good. Right. Uh, that's one of those games. That and L.A. Noir yeah. are this... This chapter of, like, mid-360 era mm-hmm. uh, that you're like, eh, I mean, Rockstar's still great, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, they, they still, those games are still rem- remembered fondly, though, uh, in, in a lot of ways. Hard to return to. Yeah, hard uh, to return to. But there's like, for its time, it was good. And then you try to go back, you're like, oh, it wasn't very good yeah. at all. I, I actually <laughs> remembered that. I guess it was about, what, uh, yeah. a year and a half ago when they re-released yeah. Deli Noir. Yeah. I went back and played, like, the first five hours of that game again. I went, right. <laughs> it's like L.A. Confidential. You go back, and there's Kevin Spacey, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so, something, sometimes you just can't return home again. <laughs> Can't go home again, no. man. Uh, or you're, you're required by law to not be allowed no. there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> or there's at least a, a, a red peg on your name. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I. The long and short of the story is that I, I Bioware responded to this like mm-hmm. it was a hit piece, right? And there were a lot of people lining up to take a piss mm-hmm. on Bioware. Yeah. For whatever reason, people who play video games seem to take joy. In things not <laughs> being great sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know, it, it's it's almost like because the story ended well. Yeah. Nobody remembers what year one of Destiny was like. Right. It, and because things 
Mass Effect 1 was kind of a disaster in a lot of ways. Yeah. It just told a really great story. Yeah. The tank missions were bad. The frame rate was awful. The texture popping was abysmal. Right. You know, it it was rough. <laughs> but for the time, you're like, oh, you know, I'm willing to take some, you know, yeah. take some good with the bad here. Sure. Uh, it, I think the problem is we've, we're privileged. Yeah. We're playing video games in what I would say is probably the best possible time for you to ever play them. There's tons of them. Uh, there's all sorts. You know, people are like, well, video games are the same. It's like, well, AAAs are all kind of the same. There's plenty of indie games that are that are around that have different types of you know situations and uh, uh, like uh, designs around them that that yeah. That, if you want to play new to eight, old school stuff, yeah. Yeah. if you want to play new eight bit games, yeah. people are making people them right make now. Those right now, there was one on the Switch. <laughs> uh, I, I think you are actually touching on something that yeah. I was thinking about the other day. Yeah. I, in correct me if you think I'm wrong. Yeah. I would say largely. For this entire console generation, mm-hmm. I think the overall output from big budget AAA mm-hmm. third party companies yeah. has been bad. Yeah, it hasn't been great. I mean, it, it, I think there's great games here. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But if you compare it to like the fucking blockbusters that were coming out during the 360 era yeah. and the frequency and the weirdness of them, it's yeah. like I don't fault Bioware because seven years ago when they thought about making a live game, mm-hmm. none of these existed yet. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, sure. it's so much like Destiny. Sometimes invention <laughs> happens when yeah. everybody's sitting around and going, I got an idea. Right. And you only congratulate who came first. Right. Yeah. Like, the, the Division first. isn't a response to Destiny. Right. Because that game was in development for years and years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they all came to the natural conclusion yeah. around the same time. Yeah, a lot of the fit and finish stuff around the edges, right. probably like, oh, we can borrow this and right. we can borrow this. Exactly. But largely, creation is not one one studio in a bubble does not say, well, I've just reinvented <laughs> video games. Exactly, yeah. You know, because if true. you think about it, it's like, true. Grand Theft Auto didn't create 3D open world action games. Yeah. Mafia came first. Yeah, it's true. It'll, only by a few months. Yeah, but, but Mafia came first. First, yeah. Grand Theft Auto was just way better. Just way better at it, and they they pulled it off better. And then Mafia still a good series, though. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, still a good fine. Series. Still a good series. Uh, I I kind of yeah. I hope they don't make any more of those. Yeah, yeah. Like, that kind of you know you had. <laughs> they're never going to put the money behind it that it needs. Yeah, it's true. Like that yeah, third one has yeah. the most yeah. incredible first ninety yeah. minutes that you'll that you'll play. Yeah, like yeah. the whole like you know coming out of the military and mm-hmm. all the minorities are trying to rise up in New Orleans and it's all of the time and the music and the cinematics and everything's great. And then it just fucking stops. And they're like, <laughs> why don't you go do these diversion activities for the next 25 <laughs> hours? And you're like, what the fuck? Why do I want to do that? <laughs> All these narrative-driven story missions were great. Yeah. And they, then yeah. you don't get them anymore. It's true. Yeah. But yeah, I... There you go. I think you should go read the uh, Kotaku piece. I do yeah. not believe that it is a hit piece. Yeah. And I believe that most of the people that anonymously at Bioware came out and talked about the problems with that game yeah. we're doing that so that other people didn't make their mistakes right and also that maybe their co-workers would realize all at once yeah yeah we we needed direction and we didn't realize it and right. now we do and now we yeah and yeah. cause you know yeah I think that Anthem can be fixed yeah 
and I think they will continue to work on it, but I do think that that yeah. next Dragon Age game, yeah. that's your last fucking shot. Yeah, it's true. You can have all the ideas in the world about what your game is going to about what your game can do, but if it has if you don't know what it's going to be, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, it's like it, there has to be a purpose to the design, you know. Yeah. You have to have it. Well, they have their creative lead back. Casey Hudson is mm-hmm. there. Yeah. He's he whipped Anthem into a shippable shape. Right. Granted, I'm not going to say that that is a fucking, you know, blue ribbon or anything. Right. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. he got that game to ship, mm-hmm. and it sounds like they have a plan of continuing yeah. to work on that thing. But if Dragon Age doesn't hit, I think EA feels like they have no choice but to shut them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's the reason why they kept pulling people off. You... To go work on FIFA. Yeah. They have games that make money. Right, exactly. You said it, like, like a, I want to say a year and a half ago, you said it, like, you're not far off on a AAA title just having your studio shut down yeah. with one fucking flop. And they've had like, two. Yeah, it's like, it's like one flop. You could have your studio shut down because it's a high-stakes game. And like, I wouldn't you know, call like, Anthem a flop. I would well, just no, say no, that game I'm, is marred in controversy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sold so, a few million copies. Sure, but, and, but, I'm, but again, like... How, if you have that controversy, what happens the next time you put out another game? Is that going to affect the sales of your next game because of the controversy? That's EA is constantly steeped in enough controversy mm-hmm. that they don't want another one of their studios yeah. to create more of it for them. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, those guys... Uh, you know those guys that kept shipping games in, like we shut them the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're like that. I was like, oh, thanks, <laughs> appreciate oh, it. Yeah. Great, you're great. <laughs> that sounds awesome. All right, uh, let's go on to speaking of uh, inventing something for yourself. Fortnite reboot van. Oh god. Oh Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite. So in oh, there, they're like the Fortnite is the petulant child of AAA video gaming. That is my. I just, uh, you just pat it on the head and go, you, you rascal. You know what I feel <laughs> like, about like, Fortnite at this point? Because, yeah. uh, you know, like, in America, yeah. uh, Fortnite is still probably more played than Apex. Is it? I think it is. I think but so. Apex is very popular worldwide. Yes, Apex, like, took over a lot of it. They, it's they, like, they, they it's like PUBG. Right. PUBG is still huge in Asia. Right. It's the biggest one of those by a it's mile true. in Asia. It's true. Uh, it's just true. that, like, right around here, mm-hmm. people don't really talk about it so much anymore. No, it's not like, so you know, much. we yeah. kind of moved on. Yeah. Uh, but Asia's. You know, look at something like StarCraft. If they really grab onto something, they're like, no, this is what we're going to play for like a long time. This is what we're going to play. We're, <laughs> we're still playing StarCraft. I don't know if you know that. Like, G1 StarCraft. <laughs> well, if uh, if you want a good a good idea of how well that PUBG is doing, yeah. specifically for the Asian market, mm-hmm. they are making a free-to-play version of that game where they're stripping a lot of the cosmetic stuff out, and then you'll have to microtransact through it uh, to get it into internet cafes. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's that big. It's that big. So, like, right. yeah, that's kind of a... Sure. Kind of a big deal. Um, so Fortnite, yeah, <laughs> they, they. Uh, I mean, you know, whatever. Like it, it, games do this all the time. I think it's like they're, they're the worst defender. They are kind of the worst defender of it, though. Yeah. So they have reboot vans now, which is the same thing as Apex uh, Legends uh, signal boosters. Or yeah, the, the, the yeah the, 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 the revive respawn, station, the revive station where you can grab your guys' tags, take it over there, and you can revive your guy because it's all based on team play. You know, obviously. Uh, Fortnite now has those on team play. Uh, you can re- you can revive your guys or whatever. I always saw, which is weird because I always saw Fortnite as a solo game in a lot of ways. I didn't really see a whole lot of like team. Pl- I know that there's team play in it, but like most people that stream or play Fortnite 
they kind of stream it solo. Like, I don't know, so. Well, a, a lot of those... A lot of those people are in it for themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, that it's just that internet streamer attitude. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about internet streaming here really quick? Sure, why just, not? Just like a brief diversion. Well, brief diversion. Let's talk Two about minutes. Internet. Okay. Uh, have you seen a kid play video games nowadays? Uh, I have, yes. Do you know they talk like streamers while they're playing a single-player game now? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I. it's... Why do they do that? I. It's... It's a thing. It's like a cultural... They talk to themselves. Mm -hmm. It's like a cultural, like, oh, I'm broadcasting, even though you're not. I don't know. It's a cultural thing. Because they watch streamers all the time. I don't get it. You know, it's... As someone who has streamed games on the internet. It's true. I don't get watching people play video (laughs) games on the internet. (laughs) That's fine, you know, yeah. Now, I will watch something like Awesome Games Done Quick or something like that. Sure, yeah, yeah. Just because... Watching somebody be the best in the world at something right. is kind of interesting. It makes sense. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm not much of a I most of the stream the streamers that I watch are mainly comedians. Like Game Grumps, they they're they're comedians. You're not watching it for the gameplay. They're playing old ass games anyway, and they're just they're jabbing at each other, and it's funny. That's the reason you play, and that's the reason you watch that. Uh, but yeah, then there's the streamers like ninja people like ninja people like those. You know, I consume those less and, and less and less of their content. Yeah, uh, than ever before. But like the only people that I'll ever watch play video games is typically like the giant bomb guys. Yeah. But at this point, I just I consume right now less video game related content. Sure. Than probably ever before. Right. I still play games as much as I ever have, mm-hmm. but. I found out at a certain point that if I can watch someone play a game for five minutes and I know if I want to play it. Yeah. And then I'm like, cool, I'm going to go have that experience for myself. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't like the act of watching someone else have the experience. I did did cater more to, because I watched Let's Plays a lot, I started to cater more towards polished... Uh, looks at gaming in a lot of ways. Mark Brown in that way. Mark Brown in Game Maker's Toolkit. It's fantastic. He goes over like why a design is the way it is, why you design this level yeah. the way it does. Stuff like that that's more like geared towards like informational type things about specific games that I enjoy or that, that I might enjoy. So, you know. I like the DF Retro series on Digital Foundry. Yeah. Where uh, yeah, John, Lin- John Linneman mm-hmm. will just sit there and give you the dirt about like he just did a video like two weeks ago on blast processing and exactly what it was and yeah. how it worked and, and how it worked and, and what the hell and yeah. what games actually supported it and, and that it was actually real and it and, wasn't a fake thing and that it was <laughs> actually of a caliber that was higher than what 16-bit could actually do and mm-hmm. it was just that nobody you know yeah. used it it's, it's informational and it's interesting yes um, agreed but uh as far as like just watching somebody sit down, and, hey, uh, yeah, I uh, remember to click like and uh, give me some bits and you know subscribe to my channel. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I do stream every once in a while over on Twitch.tv front slash Video Destruct. Video Destruct. Uh, check it out. Uh, <laughs> you better plug your stream every now and then. But yeah, so but yeah, Fortnite again as they stole the entire uh, PUBG formula. They now stole this one, and that's yeah, funny. It, it, I know that, like, it's just a bum fight at this point of yeah. everybody trying to do this, but, like, yeah. Apex is the cool guy. Yeah, and now you're... They, they became the cool guy, and now you're stealing from the cool guy. See? It, all right, so not, you know. Apex Legends is the guy who bought a Trans Am. Mm-hmm. Now all you're doing is you're buying an older, uglier, cheaper Trans Am. It's like you're putting a spoiler on the back that doesn't belong. On yeah, your, yeah. yeah. Like, put a bookshelf wing on the back of this thing. It's awesome. It doesn't work, bro. Yeah, I don't know. it, And I don't think most of the 
the young demographic that actually consume Fortnite yeah. will notice or care. Right. But it definitely it's it's not a very strong look from a company right. that's like, yo, yeah. we're we're the innovators of the shit. Well, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually being sued over it. Yeah. <laughs> like, multiple which, times. Multiple times. Um, you know, we'll see where that goes, but you know, hard to hard to get on. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's it, tricky enough. Where like, it, what if Nintendo would have sued anybody who made a site? True. And in, in America, like it's not there, but there are some existing laws in Korea that do favor uh, PUBG for, or uh, uh, developer for PUBG for that. So I don't know. Like we'll see. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll it, see. It, it, it's weird. You know, it's like depends on which laws are going to be allowed for it, and yeah, you know, whatever. It's weird. This whole <laughs> genre, I think, before any of that stuff ever actually gets resolved. Yeah. I think this whole thing's done. Yeah. Uh, it's so it, and it, it's not to be mean to battle royales. I happen to really like battle royales, but yeah. this is just like plastic instrument games. Yeah. It's what we're into right now. Yeah. Give it 5 years. Yeah. It'll be something else. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh let's move on to GameStop. Uh they're yeah. they're like what 600 million in the hole now. Yeah. <laughs> uh they went from uh the close of the 2017 fiscal they had a uh, an operating profit of like thirty five million, mm-hmm. and in twenty eighteen, where they had paid off a bunch of debts because they were trying to sell themselves, right? They ended up six hundred million in the hole. Woof! Now you do need to realize that yes, it is a decrease pretty much across the board in every category for them, right? But it's not enough to equal that $600 million. A lot of that actually is because of them paying off that debt. Right. But them not being able to find a suitable suitor right. to purchase them when they were basically debt-free yeah. is a bad sign. Yeah, it's true. Um, also, like if you start looking at, you know, rumor has it within 30 days, Microsoft is releasing that discless Xbox One. Right. I truly and honestly believe that next generation... There will be an option for every single system to get one without a disc at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. The I believe that the it's it's the last one left. Right. It's the last physical mm-hmm. market left. Yeah. And I agree. It makes sense that this is the one that lasted the longest because it's the most expensive hobby. Mm-hmm. Like nobody was out there flipping used DVDs, really. Right. Yeah. No major, mm. you know, player was trying to do that because it's like, what a DVD's fifteen bucks, right? Yeah. But when a game is sixty dollars, right, and the systems are five hundred dollars, right, you start to create a used market for that. Yeah. But you know, it, with the ubiquity of this stuff now and the really great job that Microsoft, Sony, and all the PC people have done with having really great sales. Mm-hmm. It, it once you start buying enough you uh, like uh, digital games, and you start to see the value of man, I never got to get up off my couch. I never got to put a disc in. Yeah, you know, I can have hard drive space in my computer for days. I can have that's true. I've got like five hundred games <laughs> in my Steam folder. Yeah, if true. I don't have hard drive space, they could all be installed, and yeah. I never have to do anything. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's I think why can get- stop. Yeah. is not long for this world, yeah. but I don't think they go belly up. I think they become your toy store. Yeah, probably. There'll be a new Hot Topic type of store. I'm thinking new... actually younger. Yeah. I'm thinking a real 
Toy Story. So like a K, like a KB Toys of old. But, uh, but KB for, Toys that for video game type. Yeah, because they they have filled their stores half up with pop with pops, pops and, and toys and figures and shirts. Yeah. And but what like if that. you had like if you're a person who's in like right now the whole geek yeah. culture thing is really popular. Right. I don't know how much longer this is going to ride. It's probably not too much further, but you know. But for the for the short term, yeah. You know what if you had an option that in. Louisville has 18 GameStops. Yes. Conceivably, it needs like two. Yeah. Maybe right. each one of them's bigger. Right, yeah. But yeah, if, yeah. what if you had a couple of cool places that you could go to in, maybe, uh, in your major market towns mm-hmm. where, you know, they've got cool statues and they've got lightsabers yeah. and all sorts of shit yeah, yeah. Uh, that you can go in there and buy that's all centered around your gaming hobby, but they just don't sell the gaming shit anymore. Yeah. I, I think that's a real possibility of happening sooner than you think. It's true. It's true. Um, uh, I think, honestly, like, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it would be interesting because, like, like, I feel like there's a market... Uh, even with, uh, you know, even for um, uh, the 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 main developers and everything, Nintendo and Microsoft, because like what I thought was really going to revitalize. Of course, they had a bunch of debt to pay off, which is probably why they were six million. But last year, what I thought was going to revitalize GameStop were the little mini consoles. Like I thought NES, you know, NES Mini and SNES Mini, like they were off the shelf like quick all the time, and then they became a regular shelf item, which was great. I thought that was going to revitalize, like, oh, there's there's a reason to go to a store now. Because I can't download the NES Mini, obviously. They didn't corner yeah. the market on it. it right. well, none of these were exclusive. Exactly, uh, yes. the, the problem it's is, true. if I can get it at a Sam's Club, true. why would I go to a GameStop? Why would you go to a GameStop? Exactly, yeah. It's the same thing as, like, I was talking to someone the other day, and I mm-hmm. think this is actually a pretty related thing. Yeah. Is that in my entire life, yeah. I probably went to a Toys R Us yeah. less than ten times. Right. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Mm-hmm. My parents would not make a stop for a Toys R Us. Right. But when you went to the mall with my mom, right. if you were good, she would let you go into KB and she'd let you get a small toy. Get a small toy, yeah. You're right. Because it wasn't a special stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so the, the thing with like the mini consoles and stuff like that, yeah, they sold millions of units, mm-hmm. but I could get it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. There, exactly. there was no reason for me to make the special stop at right. GameStop to Exa- get it. Exactly. So I feel like... What GameStop could do again in the interim, like you said, turn you know make a shift, uh, be sort of a toy company, but maybe elicit their own type of product. You, yeah. know, you could probably make your own like you know. Uh, I think a very good niche for them to carve out is if you look at the success of places uh, like uh, Retro Eight Bit and Limited Run Games and all that stuff, where they make these like five thousand only, ten thousand only right. pressings of games. Right. GameStop could partner with a place like that where they have a small boutique section in there right. where you still want something physical. We're the only place that carries them. Yeah, nobody else has these. Yeah, it's true. Because yeah. I, I think within the next few years, what's the electronic section at a Target look like in five years? Yeah. Is it just TVs? Yeah, it's just going to be. There's not going to be CDs. Best Buy already got rid of their CDs. Mm-hmm. Best Buy got rid of their CDs. Really, nobody's carrying Blu-rays or... Blu-rays are, are small and few between. Like, like the electronic section in a Target, I was just at it, is like two rows of video games and one Phone? row... Yeah, it's just all phones out of that. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's like two rows of video games... One row of Blu-ray and like maybe some like standees for like the later later release stuff, but yeah, it's all phone stuff. It's all TVs. It's all tablets. Like tablets, like real electronics. You know, it's like yeah. So yeah, that going to the electronics section and checking out all the hot (laughs) new releases. Like I don't think that exists in five years. No, no, and I I don't think that it's. 
GameStop never really did a very good job of ingratiating themselves to a lot of their potential consumers. Right. And, but I do think that the appeal of going somewhere that's a store yeah. where I can trade my games to get other games mm-hmm. meant something in my lifetime. Yeah. Of that was video games. Like right. when I was in college and was working two jobs and didn't have that much disposable income. Right. But I could take a couple of games of beat already and go get something new to play on the weekend. It's true. It's true. That was my youth. Yep. There you go. Boom. I and hate to see them go away, but I don't think they'll exist in their existing form right now. Yeah. For much longer. Yeah. 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 It'll be. It'll be. They'll go the way of Blockbuster, or they'll change entirely to something different. Th- so. They'll have to change. I yeah. think they're too big to fail yeah. right now. Yeah. I think I think they'll cut their stores in half yeah, I was about to say, within yeah, the next probably. couple of years. Make some like GameStop superstores. Yeah, yeah. Just a double, a double width, width store. Store, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, let's see what's next. All right, this will lead us into what we've been playing. We got to speed this up a little bit. Sorry about that. Uh, now we're fine because we had a lot of good stuff to talk about. Uh, Borderlands Three. Uh, <laughs> Borderlands Three had their trailer. Yeah, uh, they had it their... took them five times playing it for it to work. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not a. I've never played a Borderlands game, not a single one. Uh, I I don't know how that game is. You tend to like the gameplay of that game, but the humor has never been your thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. made by idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. It's like if you're sitting here going like, oh, he's got a butt pony. <laughs> like, dude, we can't identify on any level of comedy. Internet meme. Like, I, if you're hotly anticipating the next Adam Sandler movie, you probably love the comedy in those. <laughs> like, if that's the kind of level we're talking here. I'm talking right. like subway ins. Yeah, it's subway. Like, like the bot, like Sean and Marlon bottom yeah, way ins. Yes, below white <laughs> chicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, the bottom chicks. Not like. Yeah, not like Keenan Ivory Wayans and Damon Wayans. They're up here. Yeah, I'm going to get you suckers way up here. Way up here. And Dan and Sean and Marlon, that's down here. It's below yeah. them. Yeah. So this be is honest. below, uh, <laughs> like, those uh, action, like, the spoof movies, like the scary oh, movies. Scar- and, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Meet the Spartans. This is oh. below Meet the Spartans Whoa. level of comedy. Oh, my God. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I just pulled that one out of my pulled brain. That one, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Epic movie and all those. Oh, shit shows. Oh, but yeah, like, I, I've never liked the way that they get down with their comedy. The first mm-hmm. game's much less yeah. a victim of that, and I yeah. can definitely tell going back, because they just made the Borderlands remaster. Remaster, yeah. Uh, I went back and played through probably the first, like, ten-ish mm-hmm. hours of that game, and you're like, wow, the, there was a lot less of that annoying internet meme humor mm-hmm. in this game. Yeah. But it's... That game suffers from the... It's the good-looking girl in high school right. that someone tells her she's really hot. Mm, yeah. And she and starts so- to believe the hype. Somehow, it, yeah, it just starts to seep in there. But yeah. I don't want that to sound like a, a sexist thing. I'm just trying right. to give you a perspective. A perspective of yeah. Someone told yeah. them they were funny, and they believed in too much. Yes, exactly. You're like, oh, you're the funny one, and they're not yes. really that funny. Yeah, I, I did not mean yeah. that in a sexist no, way. No, it's fine. That happens to dudes, too. Like, they're, they're, oh, they're, totally. Yeah. yeah, like, you're yeah. the cool guy. You're the cool guy. Oh, am I? <laughs> Happens to dudes in got a Trans Am. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) no, you just got the spoiler. It's not a Trans Am. Damn it! Damn it! Ah, son of a bitch. Uh, But yeah, like yeah, put this 5.0 sticker on my LX Mustang. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But yeah, the uh, 
the Borderlands 3 reveal was really weird. Right. They didn't bring their own uh, equipment, I guess, and they brought this uncompressed 4K version of their trailers. Sure. That they were trying to run on, like, Windows Media Player. Like, yeah. And it just exploded multiple times, <laughs> which is really funny. And then the dude was, like, doing magic And he was time. sweating. And he was sweating a lot. A lot. Oh. A lot. Like, you could see it, the underpits. Oh, were just yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, he man. was in a real flop sweat <laughs> situation going on. <laughs> just like, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> even before the trailers start exploding, yeah. it's Randy Pitchford, the man who you may remember with... The porno and the the, and the medieval thumb, times thumb drive and the accusations of child pornography and him being accused of taking like eight million dollars out of his company yeah. and putting it in his own wallet. This same guy that yeah. less than three months ago all these accusations came out about is puts on a thirty minute magic show <laughs> at a fucking panel. <laughs> And, all right, so <laughs> I understand that Randy Pitchford mm-hmm. owns Gearbox Software. Right. It is his company. Mm-hmm. They are not publicly traded. Mm-hmm. He can do whatever the fuck he whatever wants. Whatever he wants. True. But yeah. that game is being published by 2K. Yes. One of the largest third-party publishers in the world. Yeah. And the fact that no one stood up to him and went like, hey, why don't we not do the fucking magic? <laughs> maybe you don't show your face at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe. I'm sure there's some... How about Karen in development? Let's yeah. let Karen come out and, like, she's got a nice face. Like, let's Stephanie let... from HR. <laughs> let's have them come out and present this. You don't need to do the magic show, buddy. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? Like, And I started thinking about it, and I'm like, there is some person who's ahead of some team... Yeah at that company yeah. that would have come out there and been so passionate right. and just, like, fucking... It would have been the moment of their lives. Right, yeah. And it also, I never would have thought about Randy Pitchford at all. Right, exactly. And yeah. it would have been great. Yeah. Whenever I don't think about he, Randy Pitchford, right. best day of my life. <laughs> best day ever. Best day ever. And even if, like, all that stuff is complete bullshit, it's still in the limelight of the reality. I have to think about it exactly. when I look at him. Exactly. So don't do that. Wait for it to be done or for it to be proven false or whatever. Or, or true, and then fire him, and then never talk about him again. Whatever. But regardless, you don't put him in front of the, the fact that camera. No one told him. Yeah, you need to sit on the bench for a little bit. Right. Yeah. Is fucking mind blowing. Mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't yeah. believe it. Yeah. But basically, shocking. long and short, they they announced the game. It looks somewhat promising. It's still Borderlands. From the looks of it, there's not armor in this game. I was really hoping that they would have added armor. Yeah. Instead of, like, this time, they're like, now there's a billion guns! Right. It's like, what if we had a million guns? Yeah, but with some armor. And 5,000 suits of armor. (laughs) Right, yeah. I would be more interested in that. Because think about it. One of the issues that I've always had with Borderlands is that, like, it's a looter-shooter kind of game. Mm Mm-hmm. One of the great things about Destiny is, like, going to those public spaces, and they're like, oh, dude, check out my cape, and, you know, look yeah, at this fucking yeah. helmet, and check out right. this gun. Yeah. But all you have in that game to differentiate yourselves is a gun. Right. And I, I don't know. I, I was hoping that they would have added that stuff, but it, it looks fine. Yeah. Uh, it, I guess we can move into what we've been playing. I played the Borderlands remaster. You played the Borderlands remaster. This is what you've been playing. Yeah. Fortunately for people who own Borderlands 2, Borderlands pre-sequel, and Borderlands 1, mm-hmm. you got all the new 4K stuff right. for free. Yes. Uh, and they even gave you the Borderlands Game of the Year Edition remaster mm-hmm. uh, for free. So right. like April 3rd it came out. Downloaded the thing. It looks better. Yeah. I went and reinstalled the regular one, ran them both at 4K, looked at them side by side. Textures are a little higher resolution. Mm-hmm. You know, anti-aliasing is better, right. and some texture filtering is a little bit higher. But 
other than that, it's still Borderlands. Sure. I do have issues with the Borderlands remaster, though. Right. I, it, if you're playing this on a console, mm. please let me know if this is exclusive to the PC, because I don't know. Right. I got stuck in geometry a bunch of times. Interesting. Yeah, I just got stuck I've in I've never had that happen, like, mm. to the point where I had to turn the game off. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a couple of crashes. I had issues with uh, lag. I had his- mm. issues with people dropping out of my games. Right. Uh, it's a rough package. Yeah, for PC at least. Yeah, yeah it's... Interesting. Yeah, if, if, For now, until they start patching that thing, if you want to play Borderlands 1 right now, maybe just go play that regular one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, on consoles, maybe it's different. I haven't heard sure. many people complaining about that side of it, but the PC sure. version definitely was not quite ready for prime time. Right. There we go. Uh, let's see. Uh, I play. Uh, I played Subnautica Below Zero uh, with Eric. I wanted to hear about that. Yeah, um, it's fine. Uh, I, I like those games. They have. A, they present a good atmosphere of uh, spookiness and scariness. Uh, we did experience a uh, uh, some uh, some some bugs that was that were irritating. Again, I don't think Subnautica is a thing you want to get before it's done. Do you get out of the water in that one? Uh, yes, you do get out of the water in that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah you, you get out of the water. There, there's a, there, you start off at a base, uh, and then that base gets run over with ice, and then you're kind of like in a thing. Is so, it the same planet? Uh, it is... Uh, yes. Yes, it is the same planet. Because in the it's first a, one, your, yes. your ship crashes. Crashes, yeah. And it's the same planet... You're just in the the Arctic area of this one doing a bunch of research. You're another guy who's having a shitty week. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so uh, you might be the same. It, is it a girl that you are in the first one or is it a guy? It's a guy you are in the first one. Guy, yes. Yeah, so it's a girl in this one, uh, but she knows stuff about the, the alien race, the um, whatever they're called. Um, and, uh, you know, you're, you're, doing, you're doing a bunch of uh, research on that stuff and things like that. There's an old, there's, a, there's a, one of the, the temples or whatever that you're researching and uh, that goes wrong, stuff happens, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you get stranded with a bunch of barely any sort of, any sort of resources. We uh, we don't have bladder fish in our game. They just disappeared. Um, I So getting water was kind of a mess uh, for a little bit there because we didn't know the other way to get wa- fresh water, which is get bladder fish. You can turn that into fresh water. So we didn't have fresh water for, like, we were just, like, eating regular fish to get water, which was, like, barely any percentage for it. So that was kind of a bit of a bit of a, a problem, but shit show. I think. A bit of a shit show, yeah. It's, and and again, like checking the other things, like apparently, like when you lose bladderfish, they don't come back. You have to restart a game. Like it's not like oh, this was just like a patch, patch that back up. No, your game now doesn't have bladderfish in it. Restart. That's <laughs> like all right. That's not good. That's not good at all. Uh, that's weird. Um, they also changed where a lot of things are from where like people were playing it then to where they are now. So we couldn't find sulfur for a while. Very weird. It's very again. It is pre, is pre built because that it's, just came out. It just came out it in is, early. Access. It is it is early access. It is it's in the corner the whole time. Early access. So wait for that game to be done before you get it. That's that's my advice. Uh, it's like, because there's some irritating stuff that happened. The early yeah. access VR version of yeah. Subnautica is yeah. the only experience that ever made me want to hurl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was close. I was getting the whole hot in the face thing where yeah. you're like, oh, I gotta take this headset off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I liked Subnautica a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I... I, I don't know if I'm quite ready to play more, but I mm-hmm. think by the time they're actually done making this, yeah, I probably will be. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's actually one of the only survival games I like. Yeah. I don't like survival no, games. No, yeah, not typically. You don't, no. Uh, yeah. But I really had a good time with that. Mainly yeah. because, like, underwater spooky scary. It's spooky, spooky scary stuff, especially with giant freaking leviathans moving yeah. around. It's terrifying stuff. They got some creepy new ones, too. Um, let's see. Uh, you did Division 2? Played Division 2? Yeah. Uh, we talked a little bit on the last podcast, which was a few the weeks ba- ago. It was the beta. Uh, we talked a little bit about the beta. Uh, yeah, uh, spent a pretty extended period of time uh, with the Division 2. I like that game a lot. People seem to be enjoying that one. Uh, it's, man, if you're someone who is in a financial situation where... You know, you were trying to toss up between, oh, do I get Anthem or do I get the Division 2? And I've only got yeah. money for one live game. Right, yeah. Oh, that's a pretty easy choice. Yeah. I will tell you this, though. The Division 2 is exactly like Destiny for me and my group of friends in the sense that that game is a chat room. Right. It, I'm not paying attention to the, any of the story. Mm. I don't really care. Right, yeah. Uh, it feels very weird to me that... All right, so Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Six months after the dollar flu hits on Black Friday, and right. you know the East Coast is just taken over by this flu that kills a bunch of people, and right. everything's under quarantine, and right. all this stuff happens. That game takes a decidedly non-political stance with it. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I, I'm saying, I yeah. think that's totally fine, yeah. but it's fucking weird that in Washington, D.C., not anybody ever goes... Well, who do you think did this? <laughs> like, it's it's, it's right. just kind of strange, right? Yeah, uh, and because like, if you want to know like what almost every mission in that game is, right? All right, I need to go rescue this guy because he's gonna help us get fresh water. Right? Hey, I rescued this guy. Now we got fresh water. Right. And then there's more of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you walk into a room and hide behind things and shoot guys. Sure. The shooting is very good. Right. The action is frantic. Right. The guys who have the giant sledgehammers and the giant yeah. knives and shit are fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I like the game uh, a hell of a lot. On a PC at full blast, that thing looks fucking wicked. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a little bit of a hog as yeah. far as performance goes. Right. But uh, man, I, I, I think you'd be hard-pressed right now if... If you've played all the Destiny there is to play out there and you wanted uh, one of those game-as-a-service kind of things... Right. Division's a pretty good choice. There you go. Boom. Division 2. Like it a lot. Yeah. There we go. Sekiro. We both played Sekiro. Oh, motherfucker. I love Sekiro. Um, yeah. So that game's tough. That game's very hard. Um, my one thing about it is I feel like the, it, it's sort of like... You have to get used to the fact that it's not a Souls game, even though it's a Souls game. Made by the Souls game people. Made by From Software. Made by Miyazaki. It looks like one of those. Yeah. Feels like one of those. Feels like one of those. It's not one of those. It's not one of those. Because the jumping is odd. Um, it feels weird. Uh, it, it's not that it doesn't work properly, but it feels weird in this type of control for me. And yeah. it's very odd to have a double jump in a, in a Souls game, let's say. The grappling hook feels great. I love how it feels. Like, I think it, it feels fantastic. Um, you know... Uh, yeah. So, uh, what was your what was your impression of the game? All right. So, uh, long time listeners of the podcast mm-hmm. will uh, remember that I have, over the course of the the life of this site, have gone from a guy who scratched at the surface of a couple of Souls games. Like one of our first videos yes. was me getting Dark Souls too early, mm-hmm. and yeah. us playing it, and me playing it very badly. Right. In the what five years the five site's year, been going? Five years since. Uh, then, yeah. You know, I've 
scratched and clawed and have beaten every single one of the Souls games a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. I really like those games. Right. I've played them in co-op. I've beaten them solo. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, our live stream that we did... Uh, yeah. Uh, the the last live the last stream like that we did, ago, yeah, yeah, like a year and a half ago, yeah. uh, I played Dark Souls 2 for like mm-hmm. six hours and like yeah. didn't die. Yeah. Like, I've gotten pretty good at Souls games. Yeah. I'm not saying that as like a this is my digital boner thing or Again, anything like yeah. that. Yeah. No, I just, I think those games are cool mm-hmm. and I've played them enough where I've gotten pretty good at them. Yes. Uh, I, I'm fucking terrible at Sekiro. <laughs> Yeah, I had to unlearn mm-hmm. so much that I learned. Yes, it's a different animal, and I think that's probably why I've probably taken to it a little bit better. Yes, uh, because I don't have that. Na- I played Souls games, but I don't have it nailed into me. I haven't played a bunch of uh, Bloodborne and a bunch of the Souls games. Uh, I played mostly of Bloodborne, but Bloodborne is more aggressive too. I would say that Bloodborne. It, yeah, if someone said, "All right, I need a primer before I go play Sekiro." Yeah. What should I play? I would recommend you play nothing. Right. But if you were going to play anything, I would say Bloodborne. Bloodborne, yeah. Or Tenchu. <laughs> yeah. It's very similar to that, but... Tenchu's a little bit more one-hit killy kind of thing. And it's, this it's is, old school. Yeah, you can't I, really... I get the immediate kill on the first guy, mm-hmm. and then I gotta improvise. <laughs> yeah, like, let's And the out. roving groups, like, there was a bit of that... Uh, Outside of the cathedral mm-hmm. uh, in central Yarnum, yeah, uh, in Bloodborne, this is getting a little bit fucking weirdly specific, right? But there's a lot of uh, the guys with the canes, yeah. that mm-hmm. look like the Undertaker, yeah, that are, yeah, like mate. that are walking their paths. Yes, mm-hmm. um, that game doesn't even hold a candle to how many guys are fucking walking around in Sekiro, right? And if I'm in in the midst of combat with you, yeah. At one end of my house, right. The guys in the other end of my house, yeah. Normally wouldn't ever notice you in another Souls game. In this, they are aggroed and they are sprinting at you, <laughs> right? At so you. you better dispatch with that guy because you got fucking three more coming. It's true. Uh, and there are certain bits where like you'll get swarmed by ten guys, mm-hmm. and the game doesn't do the Dark Souls thing of. Le- or, like, the MMO thing is another way to look at it. I can't, like, step close enough and throw, like, an alluring skull at you right. to pull just you away. Just you away, yeah. No, great. it fucking aggros everybody. Mm-hmm. And I have died so many times <laughs> in this game. But I do love it. The yeah. game's great. Yes. It looks great. Mm-hmm. It runs great. Yeah. It's great. It's a great game. Yeah, it's like... It, it's a cool game. Uh, I like the stance blocking. I like the stance beating yeah. it to beat the stances, stuff like that. The fact that the enemies have death blows on you is interesting. <laughs> like the bosses have death blows on you that you have to dodge. Well, and you're you know. uh, the uh, uh, shit. What did they always call poise? Yeah, the poise uh, was something that it was always a stat in the Dark Souls game, but it yeah. never really worked right. Right. And this one, they finally figured out how to implement poise in mm-hmm. such a way. That, like, I need to be going crazy yes. at you because mm-hmm. everybody takes so many hits to fucking kill unless you get the one hit immediate kill on the first guy. Right, exactly. Uh, but I'm also opening myself up to losing poise, yes. which opens me up for an immediate kill. Yes, exactly. It's, so there's all of these systems that you're having to juggle mm-hmm. with one another. Yeah. And the bosses are so hard. The bosses are very hard, yes. And they I get, love it. They get, they get harder very quickly, too. This is the <laughs> first time... Since Dark Souls mm-hmm. 2. Right. Uh, 
that you that, felt that you felt there was a difficulty that was and there's like, no co-op in it. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. There's no like help. help I was blown away. Right? Because that that was such a thing for the Souls game. Yeah. For Bloodborne, it's like you call in a dude. None of that. There's none of that. There's, none, there's not even a little. Tagging there's no invasions. System. No invasions. Nothing. No tagging system. Yeah. It's no. Just it's just Tenchu again. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> and I'm really bummed that there's no messages on the ground because, yeah, right, like, you yeah. know, before the chick with the big boobs in yeah. Dark Souls Three, it just right. said amazing chest amazing ahead. Amazing chest ahead, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's. <laughs> I always mine, loved those. Mine is uh, what was what was the one where like uh, someone put it and like there's like a there's like a like there's somebody's like like kind of bent a statue of somebody kind of bent over and someone puts like a little shadow of themselves like. Poke in like, like, yeah, like that's or, it. or <laughs> there, in my game, there was one that says "use poke butthole." <laughs> Use poke butthole. Uh, yeah, I always, uh, yeah, I, I've always really liked She's that. Some kind samurai of versions of that. That'd have been yeah, good. yeah. Know, like just leave right. like little ninja scrolls around. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay with that. But yeah. I, I, I yeah. really think this game's great. I have not beaten it. I am nowhere close to beating it. Nah. Uh, but I think I beat two bosses. That's as far as I've gotten. I'll, I'll have more impressions as I get farther. Yeah, uh, what are you playing it on? Absolutely. Uh, I'm playing on my, uh, my, on my Xbox. So. Oh sweet. Yeah, because I got an Xbox. I don't know if I mentioned that. I bought an Xbox yeah. off, of, off of Evan. So yeah. Because he uh, upgraded to I'm an on. X. Uh, he brought yeah to an X yeah to an uh, Xbox One X. Good upgrade. And, uh, yeah, and uh, he. He got me that on a real good deal, so I was like, "Yeah, I'll take it." You know, why not? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just I borrowed it from a friend and played online. So nice, that's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, Trials Rising is another game you played. Oh, you didn't like that game? No. At all. Yeah. All right. Briefly, the tri- briefly. The, tri- let's talk the about trials that. part of Trials. Yeah. Rising yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. Trials Rising has the worst UI. I've seen it in a video game in probably 15 years. <laughs> it's pretty ugly. It's pretty bad. It's impossible to know, like, because Trials is a game about playing and replaying and replaying levels. It's getting impossible. Gold, getting gold medals, getting silver medals, getting better. Yeah. But, yeah. It, it's impossible to just glance at the map and know what you've got golds in and stuff like that right. until, like, you're really familiar with the whole fucking thing. Yeah. So it's just, it's way too much of, like, clicking in and going, oh, I actually have a gold in this one and clicking another thing. Right, yeah. It's just, it, it's stupid. They needed to just group, it, make a fucking list yeah, don't give me a stupid world map just give okay. me a list here's yeah. the easy medium and hard ones like they yeah. always did it they always did that before yeah I don't know why that's a big deal uh, but, yeah it's, it's, uh, it really is confusing as hell like we looked at the map for like a few minutes and we had no idea what any of it meant no. Like, it was like there were faces. There were ones with the, like, shadow faces. There were maybe a silver medal on certain ones, but yeah. we couldn't tell if it was a medal or not. It was a little death yeah. man. I, I don't know. I don't know what it even meant. It's weird. It's bizarre. Yeah, I, I, I think that the fact that nobody on their tester team it, sat down and went, uh, why doesn't this make sense? What does this mean? Like, do we need a key for this? Like, if you need a key for your map, for your inventory map, or your, for your UI, not, not. It's a sign that good. they were. It, Maybe they were too close to the project, and maybe they got yeah. that feedback and just thought, like, no, it's fine. We all know how to use it. Right. No one stepped back and went, like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. No one, no one stepped away. That's a good point. Uh, that's it for what we've been playing. Let's talk about Deus Ex. Yeah. Uh, Deus Ex. What's your experience with Deus Ex? Uh, my experience with Deus Ex is our Let's Play of Deus Ex Mankind Divided. That is my full experience of Deus Ex. I never played any of the Deus Ex games. Because um, you never had a PC back in, like, 2000, did you? No, no. We had a PC, but it was never a gaming PC. And it was, uh, you know, uh, I remember being on in 2000s. Let's see. Yeah, no, the, the, uh, prior to that, we had, like, you know, obviously dial-up. And then we got DSL, which was 
the biggest, uh, you know, that, that was like the biggest change ever. I remember one time we had to go back to dial up after getting the Oh, that was that was a nightmare. But that, that only lasted for like a little bit. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, I never played much of, uh, of Deus Ex uh, back in the day. So, uh, what what was your uh, what what brought you onto it? Obviously, you were a PC gamer back in the day. Uh, yeah, but the thing that brought me to it first was I think it was PC Gamer magazine mm-hmm. came with a demo. Yeah, uh, I always really liked uh, like official PlayStation magazine, official Xbox magazine, PC Gamer. They always uh, they would come in little plastic bags. Yeah, and they would have a fucking demo disc in there. Yeah, and I had seen and seen and seen. Like, all these previews about, like, oh, DSX is coming, and it's going to be fucking awesome, dude. Right. And at that time, you got to think where we were. It was 2000. Mm-hmm. The idea of a futuristic techno thing in the after the specter of the Matrix yeah. was laid upon the world. Right. And it was... It was during, the right time. It was during a time, also, when, like, 2000 was, like... Like, 2000 was perceived to be that time back in the day, like, in the 60s. That's when that was going to happen. So now you're living in the time in which that was perceived by media prior, yeah. and now you're like, so, okay, so what's it actually going to be like in the real future? That's kind of what that was like. So. In the far-flung future of 20XX. <laughs> 20XX, 20XDX, 20XDX. Is that a challenge? <laughs> uh, Good old Homestar. <laughs> I loved the the fact that Deus Ex, like the first one, takes place in 2052. Right. So, a, that sounds like a future date. It does. And I like that. 2052 uh, does. The other thing that is big in Deus Ex that mm-hmm. was very much of the time, you know, the game is all about things like Knights Templar and, yeah. you know, FEMA conspiracies and the Illuminati and yeah. all this kind of shit. Right. Uh, where, and the newer ones even tie into something that, where the first Deus Exes felt like they were of the time because that was the kind of conversations we were having, like, you know, mm-hmm. the, the shadow governments and Illuminati and all that kind of stuff. It was sure. very of the time. Sure. Uh, in the same way that when the series came back around with Human Revolution and Mankind Divided, yeah, the idea of, you know, things like the definition of humanity, artificial intelligences, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, thinking for themselves, also the idea of, okay, well, we've, we're already at this point of you know, robotic-assisted, you know, body parts and things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, what if you could get your fucking, your John Riddick, you know, shine eyes and see in the dark and bullshit, or, you know, like, fucking replace your legs with tank treads. Yeah. That that kind of shit. Like, you know, at what point... Have you replaced too many things where you're no longer no human? No longer human. The very cyberpunk, you know, yeah. type of... Uh, and yeah, uh, yeah, RPGs like uh, 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 Shadow, Shadow Run, Shadow Run, stuff like that. Well, yeah, and so. uh, the, the first ASX, like, the main linchpin of that story is this nanovirus called mm-hmm. Grey Death. Yes. Uh, and it, if you think about it, that, once again, being of its time, mm-hmm. it's around the same time that, like, you know, avian bird flu and a lot of that stuff was, you know, like the threat of... Did we make this shit? Right, did, yeah. Know, did someone cook this up in a lab? You know, where did it come from? Right. That kind of stuff. Like, I, I really liked it. And Deus Ex, at its core, is a first-person stealth action game. Yes, you can do a little shooty-shoot in that game. Mm-hmm. That's not what that game's meant to do, though. Right. It's, it's one of those things where uh, I would say that the Splinter Cell games addressed this maybe in a slightly better way. Right. Like, Sam Fisher can have assault rifles. Right. But Sam Fisher's weapon 
is that silence pistol. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, doing, like, triangle jumps in a dark room and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it... Uh, Deus Ex and was... talking like Michael Ironside. Hell <laughs> fucking yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, Iron Storm, like, between the Thief games and Deus Ex, mm-hmm. it really was at the forefront of what is still considered to be modern-day uh, stealth action. Mm-hmm. Um, the... The story is really kind of the star of it, though. Like, I think if you go back to Deus Ex 1, there's a lot of really good graphics mods for it, Mm -hmm. but it still shows its age. Yeah, You know, you can retexture the whole thing, global illumination, all that kind of stuff. But it's still very polygonal. It's got very few, you know, very few uh, layers. Very slopes. Rough shapes to heads. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like when you go back to uh, Doom Three and that first scientist guy with the sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. And he's look at his fucking cone head. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. Man, I remember when I thought this was real. It's like a skin stretched over a mannequin head, you know, and just like, ugh. yeah. But yeah, Warren Spector, who went on to be the guy he after Iron Storm, mm-hmm. uh, he kind of went silent for a little while. He's the guy who ended up making. Uh, like the Epic Mickey games. Right, yeah. He yeah. formed another studio at Disney. So, okay. uh, you know, Warren Spector was somebody who worked in the Ultima games uh, mm-hmm. for Origin Systems. So, I mean, he was a really big name. Right. So, right around the time that, like, Origin Systems had been purchased by EA and was being gutted and all that shit, mm-hmm. uh, Warren Spector just kind of skipped away and, oh, I'm going <laughs> to go make this new thing. I'm going to make this. And, and that's kind of where we got that from. Yeah. Uh, he did not, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think Warren Spector headed up Deus Ex Invisible War, which is the sequel. Okay. Which I, time has looked upon that game kinder. Yeah. But man, I remember when it came out, the people who really liked Deus Ex thought yeah. that game fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, like, I, I like the idea that, uh, what was it about that game that really hit, like, rubbed people the wrong way was it they simplified a lot of it because uh, it was on the xbox gotcha so it's so it's D. it's for plebes yeah yeah it's 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 fifth edition for D. got yes it. yeah exactly it, it, it was supposed to be on ramping people <laughs> right yeah yeah and it did not work i don't want that <laughs> yes uh but go on sorry yeah right. like the uh and the reception was so sour that mm. It effectively killed the franchise wow. until it came back. Until it came back with, like the, they, with the two there, other ones. Yeah. There's this gap. It's like, so it's 2000, and then like 2003 yeah. is when Invisible War comes out. Okay. And then nothing until like 2010. 2010, which is, yeah, which was the revolution. And then Mankind Divided was what, two, three years after that? Uh, three years? When, uh, what's that? Uh, you said that you had the reboot, and then you had. Is a revol- mankind? Oh yeah, they're, they're about two years apart. Two years apart, yeah. three years apart, something like that. Two, two or three. Uh, it's not very long. No. Uh, yeah, I uh, maybe it was a little bit longer. Maybe it was it twenty twelve and twenty fifteen. Yeah, so, uh, so about three years. Pretty close. Um, but for a full fledged, uh, yeah, that's first a- person action RPG. Right. That's a pretty short time stamp. Typically, yeah. anywhere up to five years is how long you normally think that those things oh, yeah. take. For sure. Yeah. Um, the I I will say for a entire reboot series, the Human Revolution of Mankind Divided 
oddly enough, I guess it's because they kept the perspective and everything, didn't get that Fallout reboot backlash. Right. There are still people, I'm sure somewhere on message boards, saying that, like, Fallout 1, 2, and Fallout Tactics are the only Fallout games. <laughs> Fuck this first-person bullshit. <laughs> I like these guys. And they're the same people that, like, when Fallout 76 came out, they said, Told ya! Told ya. <laughs> <laughs> I was right the whole time. It was, all, it was only going to take so long until they reared their heads. Uh... Motherfuckers! I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's just—he's been angry for twenty years. <laughs> twenty years, man. Motherfuckers! Ah, oh, I got it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like the there wasn't any of this kind of backlash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's some backlash against anything. Yeah. In the new Deus Ex games. Yeah. It's that people didn't like the voice of the main guy. He, he really did talk like Batman. <laughs> I had to Christian Bale Batman voice. With that that. The most quoted line from that entire game was in the uh, the trailer for the game. Yeah. I never asked for this. I never. <laughs> it's true. I never asked for this life. Oh, uh, Johnny put upon here. Like, all right, Johnny put upon. Like, all right, buddy. Uh, sure. <laughs> but yeah, like the, the the character, while not incredibly relatable, mm-hmm. is he's. They do a good job of making him the moral center. Yeah. Because he becomes uh, in the in the reboot series, sure. he becomes embroiled in the uh, the human augmentation movement. Yes, against his will. Mm-hmm. So while he is still critical of it, he is living Part it. Part of it, yeah, exactly. So yeah, and it you know it. There's one thing that I have that. The new ones do too much. Yeah. It's real plucked out of the headlines. Yeah. It's the whole, like, we're going to need to put you all in camps. <laughs> you know, like, all right. All right. Like, all right, I get it. We're yeah. going to start separating these robots from their parents. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, all right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Right, it, yeah it's, like, it's like, it's here in South Africa. It's like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> There's a hotel in this place called Rwanda. Rwanda. You're going to love it. You're going to love it here. It's like, this is like, I don't know if this is parable in just direct parody. <laughs> At a certain portion, you're going to have to pay someone. You know? uh, but yeah. I, I think that the uh, the weird legacy that that series is always going to have is that it must have the highest Metacritic score for something that was always told by its its overlords that it was a failure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't get it. Like that uh, when Human Re- Revolution came out, it sold yeah. like eight million copies. And yeah. Like, well, it was a little bit of an underwhelming. <laughs> It's like eight million. Fucking what? It's like eight million people bought it. What do you mean? Yeah, I I, uh, I really don't that, get it. It's that it's that triple A game, man. You know, it's, Adam it's, Jensen. It's, I never asked for this. I never asked for this, Adam Jensen. Yeah, I, I never know. asked for this. <laughs> Incredibly Square. successful video. <laughs> I never asked for this Squaresoft. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very strange. Uh, like I think that the Warren Spector is one of those people in video games who has continually been a part of projects mm-hmm. that are marred in weird controversy, sure, but not because of the game's quality, right? if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense, yeah. It's yeah. always something where they have bad publisher relations, mm-hmm. you know, like, or they, you know, don't get the ad revenue, so, like, nobody knows the game's out. Right. Now, that was actually one of the things with, uh, like, Invisible War, the second Deus Ex game. It's like, right. oh, well, they finally spent a bunch of money... You know, to market a Deus Ex thing, and it's the one that people don't like. So a lot of people don't like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I I don't know. 
where we go from here. We talked earlier. I think this series might be dead forever. Yeah. Because yeah, Square that. doesn't sell things. Right. Square, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only reason that uh, Hitman was allowed to leave yeah. is that that was acrimonious and IO maintained some portion of ownership right. of the engine and the game itself. Right. So, and I guess they just cut a check to Square and said, yeah. deuces. Yeah, like <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's like, we want to sell games, you guys don't. So, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Yeah, we, you know what, this They're Hitman square. thing that you think sucks? Yeah. Was Game of the Year by, like, 80 publications, <laughs> yeah, so right. clearly it doesn't suck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was my yeah. Game of the Year. Yeah, Against all odds. Against all odds, it beat it, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, yeah. the... The series, I think, is going to have a very hard way to go forward. Also, And I think it's in part due to the fact that I don't know how RPGs are going to... Sh- the traditional Western RPGs yeah. are going to shape up in the future. Yeah, I think that live games, at least for the next 8 to 10 years, is where those things will live. Right. That's it's RPG too. elements. Right. Yeah, and yeah, there will still be room in the marketplace for Cyberpunk or The Witcher mm-hmm. or whatever Elder Scrolls Six is or something like Fallout. Right. Yeah, but you can really it, people really only buy one of those a year. Is yeah. there? Are they ever going to make a Deus Ex thing where people are like, finally, <laughs> yes, you know, like Woo! got that Deus Ex. <laughs> remember remember one. those four other games I passed on? I'm ready for this. Fifth I'm one. ready for this one now. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, you get that, um, you might hit the safe spot with that 8 million that bought the Mankind Divided, uh, but, you know, it, it's... Uh, that was Human Revolution. Human Revolution, sorry. That, uh, uh, how did Mankind Divided sell? Was it... Bad. Bad? Was it not good? Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it weirdly enough, it was the better game of the two. Yeah. I prefer it substantially. Although, personal note, yes. Human Revolution yeah. has the best choices of cities. Okay. Because it's not any of the ones that you expect. It's like Edmonton and Detroit, and yeah. like yeah. it's not, not New York, San Francisco, New York, New York, and LA. Yeah, you know, like it's yeah. all those ones, Chicago, Dateline. It's literally all the ones that are in all the other things. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's so it made it cool, especially like being from Detroit. I'm like, a, I thought that was cool because there yeah. was cool landmarks there, mm-hmm. but b, it's also like, oh, this is a place you never go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not that fucking same old tired bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I thought that at almost every turn. Design-wise, they took chances like that. Like, Human Revolution specifically had that black and gold aesthetic to all the visuals. Yeah. You never saw... It looked so different from everything else. It's true. Uh, and then Mankind Divided, if there's one flaw of it, like, I think it's incredibly great technical accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a little bit of a hog on computers, but it runs pretty well with what I have, which right. is very high-end Very high-end computer. Uh, but the uh, the look of Mankind Divided, while mm-hmm. technically impressive, it, they ditch all the black and gold. Yeah. And it's just kind of... It sort of looks like Half-Life 2 because they're in Prague. Yeah. And other yeah, than that, it doesn't really have like a <laughs> like a center that mm-hmm. you hold to of like, ah, you know, this is our this is our creative vision. Right. Uh, yeah. and I think that might be why Mankind Divided just didn't grab people, is mm-hmm. that like there's not a lot about it that really just screams, this is the sequel to that black and gold weird looking game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't see a future unless 
the ship starts to turn where we get another Deus Ex game. Right, yeah. Unless Square sells it. Unless Square just sells it out, yeah, which has been a thing nowadays because Destiny left, uh, you know, uh, Hitman left, uh, you know, they, it, they're, 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 they're getting outside of their, their you know, their, their, Providers and, and making their own thing. So yeah, like what if Warren Inspector showed up with a with a fucking trunk load of cash and said, "I want it. <laughs> I know? want this thing, and I'm gonna make it." Because he's an interesting character in video games. That mm-hmm. like, I don't really know what he's doing right now. In the in the wake of that Disney shutting all their internal development down, mm-hmm. I, I think he's just kind of been chilling. Which yeah. oh, he's been in the industry for like 35 years. I think he's earned a vacation. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like. Between the death of the Thief and the death of Deus Ex, like, mm-hmm. it leaves this... Well, and, and the death of Metal Gear. Metal Gear, yeah. And the lack of a resurrection of Splinter Cell. Like, yeah. all these third-person stealth games, and also these games that were so heavy with RPG elements at the same time. Right. They're all just kind of gone. Yeah, yeah, they're just not around anymore. Uh, like, it... Is it over? Yeah, it might be. I mean, yeah. And, and, and obviously, like, video games, like... It, Video games are the ultimate retro revive sort of thing. So years down the line, you could always be like, "Oh, remember this? We pulled this property out from the." Someone's the making great. a system shock somewhere. <laughs> right, exactly. So. Yeah, it's like, like weirder pulling, shits happen. Right? They're pulling this dead thing out of a grave somewhere and throwing it on the ground, being like, oh, "This thing might still have some juice in it. Yeah, we can milk this for a little bit." And yeah, like, they, yeah. they did make a Monster Boy game last <laughs> right, year. So. Exactly. Yeah, Monster Boy. Yeah, it's like, come on. Uh, you know, it's like freaking Wonder Boy games. You know, like Jesus. How old's that? And you didn't think you'd see one of those again. No, and we hadn't had one in like twenty years. Yeah, it's crazy. So, but yeah, know. I just I don't know. But like you said, like yeah, I think like for for all intents purposes beyond that, you know, beyond like full on revise way down, it might be the end. Yeah, of those of that type of game. You know? Yeah, it, it's like, it's a strange gap. It's something that people seem to like. Mm-hmm. I mean, Metal Gear was always like such a huge seller, and yeah. all this other stuff. But like nobody seems to be carrying the mantle for that, and. It's like we touched on earlier. I consider largely this entire generation from a third-party major publish, uh, publisher standpoint yeah. to be a failure. Right. I'm not saying there's no good games. Right. But we have really sharpened it down into five genres. Yeah, it's true. It's like from big-budget big AAA, it's your looter shooter, your schluter. Your schluter, yeah. Uh, you've got your sports games. Mm-hmm. You got driving games in which there's really only Forza now. Yeah, right. Uh, like, Gran Turismo's... Yeah, they... Basically dead. They're basically dead, so yeah. And then you've got regular competitive shooters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Battle Royales. Battle Royales, that's your top kind of it. Yeah, it's true. It's like, yeah, like, Japan is, you know, doing, like... Capcom's been rebounding, third-person mm-hmm. character action adventure, you know, between true. God of War and Devil May Cry. True. Uh, you know, that genre's kind of... Yeah. Still there, but nobody's making new ones. No, yeah, it's just yeah. sequels to the all the old ones. Yeah, you it's got like fighting games. Monster Hunter finally took off here. Yeah, it's true. Monster Hunter finally took off in the U.S. That's been something they've been trying to do for a while. Um, fighting games were hot five years ago. Are fighting yeah. games hot right now? Uh, you know, we'll see with MK11. We'll see how that goes. It's people seem to be hype for MK11, so we'll see if the sales numbers run to that. Uh, typically, Nether Realms does well because the Injustice run is very, is very well taken. They seem to be also getting. Properties for the uh, Ninja Turtle properties as well because they had the four of them in the last Injustice. Yeah, so they might be running that one now after MK11. So uh, we'll see. But again, like, is that a giant of a? You know, like, are those thing games giant? The, they're they're not the temples anymore. Right, that's what I'm saying. They're not a temple. They're not going to hold up a a triple A AAA 
you know, studio. Granted, Capcom was in such a bad financial situation when Street Fighter V was getting ready to come out. Right. They went into this generation, like, dragging ass into it because mm-hmm. they were... They had had a few big misses yeah. in the lead-up to that. Mm-hmm. And between Street Fighter V being only on PlayStation and PC and missing out on, uh, what, 40 or 50 million potential Xbox owners that could play the darn thing. Sure. Uh, them never porting it to Switch or mm-hmm. a Nintendo platform. Right. Uh, that, like, made that game... Also, that game was so troubled in so many fucking ways. Right, yeah. Uh, like, if Street Fighter's not big, I hate to say it, I think it's... It's a bad time for that entire industry. Yeah. It's... Street Fighter is kind of, like, again, Street Fighter and MK to a, to a lesser extent, but Street Fighter is kind of the health of that industry, of the fighting game industry. Well, and it's really. also, like, a barometer, too. Yeah, it's a barometer. It's it. like I mean. if, yeah. uh, if, if Tom Cruise has a big-budget movie that comes out and it flops, yeah. it's a bad year for movies. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, yeah. it's... Yeah. In comic books, if Marvel is having a bad year, the rest of comic yeah. books... I'm a DC guy, but Marvel is the health of the industry. Yeah. That's the barometer. If they're doing bad, everyone else is doing bad, comic sales-wise, you know, so... I have one last thing to say. Yeah. We can go ahead and end our Deus Ex discussion right here. Absolutely. I think that that franchise totally deserves a look. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first game... Human Revolution and uh, Mankind Divided are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mankind Divided is regularly on sale on PC for like $5. Five bucks. It's not expensive at all. It's really great. <laughs> you can shove refrigerators around. It's, it's awesome. I, you can go to a rando's house and throw his fridge across the door. I threw a giant wooden crate <laughs> at a man the other day and yeah. chuckled. Yeah. And it feels good every time you do it. But I want to end our discussion with this. Okay. Did you watch Shazam? I haven't watched Shazam yet. I need it. It was good. Was it good? Awesome. See, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna go probably Sunday with my dad. My dad likes to go Sundays for the comic book movies. So. Since the Dark Knight, yeah. yeah, it's the first DC movie I've enjoyed. Yeah, because I saw Waterman. Yeah, and that movie sucks. I love Waterman. I loved it. We it's were me and all right, and me and my wife are not yeah. really good yeah. choices for this stuff. Sure, we all, if yeah. it. If her sister wasn't there, we would have walked out of Infinity War. Mm-hmm. 45 minutes before the end of that thing, she's yeah. like, is this ever going to fucking end? And I just looked at her and I'm like, I'm miserable. Can we just go outside and just go live? Oh, man. That movie is so boring. Uh, but like, yeah, Shazam. Yeah. It's good. Shazam. Good. Awesome. Yeah, it's also, uh, people say it's very, very isolated, very short very good little adventure film uh, that's what people are saying so it's not you don't have to like bulk it up into like some like it's the whole world it's the thing. first it's like, Deadpool movie yeah. in sco- not it's not as good uh, yeah, but in sure. scope it's in like scope someone that, took yes. 30 million dollars right. and said let's make a fun little movie let's make a fun little movie this will be fun yes. and it'll be isolated to this thing and doesn't have to be a fucking cause you know what movie world. I love yeah the movie Big yeah and this is and that, just big that's what it is it's big <laughs> with superheroes there you go that's it cool awesome I'm glad you enjoyed it I will probably enjoy it as well I like Zachary Levi I like Zachary Levi he's a fun, he's he, a fun guy charismatic guy charismatic dude He's very not had a lot guy. going on since what was it Chuck since Chuck, yeah, I was yeah, gonna so, say yeah. Fletch, and I'm like, nope, <laughs> Fletch, that's a different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, uh, he's got some Disney paychecks. He voices like some of the one of the Disney princes, so you know, he get he get Disney paychecks for that. He's a Disney so. princess? A prince? Oh, prince. He's a Disney prince. Uh, but yeah, so he gets those checks. I was like, he's really got range. No, yeah, he's, a, he's the prince in Rapunzel. He's the guy huh. there. So he's, he's Flynn Rider, the guy there. But yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, he gets Disney checks, but still, yeah, it's good to see him and stuff. Uh, I like him, and uh, it looks fun, you know. So. Looks like a good time. I'm glad you enjoyed it. But that's it, Oss, for the Video Struck Podcast. 
Uh, Sorry, this is a long one. It was a little bit. Uh, an hour and a half. About, about what we usually uh, run to uh, in a bit of it. But we had a lot to talk about for the for the beginning on part. So Yeah, we, cool. we had taken a few weeks off. Too, yeah, so. we had. We had taken a little few weeks off. Uh, but we're back to it. Uh, go check out uh, our video content on our YouTube page at VideoStruct. Uh, you can go to VideoStruct.com. Check that stuff out as well. DestinationComics.com slash DNM. We're also on there. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. All that stuff. Just search for VideoStruct. And you can follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. You can also follow me on Twitter at Hoss underscore Buddy, B-U-D-D-Y, H-O-S-S underscore Buddy. Buddy. Uh, yeah, I post video game deals and... Mm-hmm. Talk about wrestling occasionally and how I I think I, I think WrestleMania 35 has been going on my entire life. Yeah, I think somewhere it's, it's still going. It's on. still going on somewhere. It's still happening. Randy it's Orton is going. finishing his entrance somewhere. Yeah. Oh, how about all those people that couldn't see because of the lights. Yeah, right. that would fucking suck. That would suck really bad. Um, uh, have you talked to Eric Young about how they buried him on the day day before WrestleMania? I haven't broached that topic. <laughs> I was so angry about that. Anyway, that's it. We're out of time. We gotta go. Thank you for listening. D N N.